بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد respected brothers Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the famous khutbah which he gave on the eve of this Mubarak month of Ramadan the narrator was Salman Farsi radiyallahu ta'ala anhu one very important aspect of this month our beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam drew our attention to and he said huwa shahrul mawasat mawasat he said that this is the month of mutual sympathy this is the month in which to feel the plight of your fellow human being one of the great benefits ulama ikram mentioned with regards to fasting is that if fasting is carried out correctly it is a cleansing process and in that we feel hunger and by feeling that hunger one of the important objectives is to identify with the plight of the poor we are voluntarily for allah's sake abstaining from food and drink but there are many if not millions of our fellow human beings and our fellow brothers and sisters in islam who financial situation is such that hunger lack of food lack of basic water is almost a daily challenge for them a muslim does not live in a cocoon a muslim is one who identifies with the plight of the poor the greatest human being the greatest of allah's creation was sayyidina rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam one important aspect of the poverty of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that we should bear in mind is that nabi pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam himself said arada alayya rabbi an yaj'ala batha'a makkata dhahaban wa fidda faabayt wa qultu ya rabbi aju'u yawman wa ashba'u yawman اذا جعت تضرعت اليك وسالتك واذا شبعت حمدتك وشكرتك او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم he said my rab offered me my rab offered me to turn the mountain ranges of makka into gold for me once rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was standing on mount safa ya jibril walladhi nafsu muhammadin biyadihi ma amsa li ali muhammad sufatun min daqiq wala kaffatun min sha'ir He said, O Jibreel, by the qasam of that being in whose hands lies the life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Today in the home of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there isn't one grain of wheat or even one strand of barley. If samia fi samai wajba, all of a sudden a thunderous explosion is heard. Amar Allahu sa'ata an taqoom. Jibreel has Allah ordered qiyamah to come. Jibreel says, no. But that thunderous sound that you heard, is that Allah has sent an angel the door of the heaven heaven opened today that never opened before and an angel has come that has never come before and the angel presented itself to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam according to one riwayat it was Israfil alayhi salam inna rabbaka sami'a kalamak wa ba'athani ilayk an u'rid 'alayka an usayyira ma'aka 
وبعثني إليك بمفاتيح خزائن الأرض أن أعرض عليك أن أصير معك جبال تهامة ذهب وفضة وزمرد وياقوت عبد النبي أو ملك النبي that O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, your Rabb has heard your call. And he has sent me to you with the keys to the treasures of the world. In order to present to you, that if you want we will turn this entire Tihama range of mountains into gold and silver and rubies and emeralds and it will follow you wherever you go. Abdan Nabiya or Malikan Nabiya. Do you wish to live as a Nabi who is a king? Or do you wish to live as a Nabi who is a slave? Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Bal abdan nabiya. I want to be Allah's Nabi and I want to be a slave. In other words, I want my path to link itself to the poor. The poverty of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was voluntary. It was not forced upon him. He chose a life of abject poverty and hardship and difficulty. And one of the reasons was for this affinity with the poor, the love that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had for the poor. Anas radiallahu ta'ala anhu, when he asked him that, Ya Rasulullah, on the day of judgment, where will we find you? Ya Rasulullah, on the day of judgment, where will, you find, where will we find you? He said, we, you will find me with the poor ones of my ummah. أنا أول من أنا أول من يحرك حلقة الجنة فيفتح لي فأدخلها. He said, I am the first who will clap the door handle of Jannah. It will be open for me. إن الجنة حرمت على الأنبياء كلها حتى أدخلها. Allah has made Jannah haram upon every Nabi until Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam does not enter Jannah. I will be the first. To clap the door handle of Jannat. It will be open for me. I will enter first. And with me will be the poor people from my ummah. So this month is a month to identify with the plight of the poor. This mindset we have that mashallah I am very pure. I am made from pure water. I cannot lower myself. I cannot humble myself to be amongst the poor. This goes against the very grain of the mindset of Islam. And the quality that Rasulullah wanted to instill in his ummah. Once he addresses Aisha radiallahu anha, Ya Aisha, ahibbil masakin wa qarribihim. He said, Aisha, love the poor. And not just love them, وَقَرِّبِيهِمْ Keep them close to you. When we look for you, we should find you amongst the poor. Don't let the Islam does not tolerate this class distance. And Islam does not tolerate this idea, so-called idea of superiority. That if Allah has blessed you with wealth, so this makes you superior to the poor. No. This type of pride and arrogance goes against the very grain of Islam. Allah's Rasul Sallallahu of Mishkat Sarif. He said that the proud people on the day of judgment, they will look like human beings, but they will be like this, in the size of ants. Disgrace will surround them from every direction. And Allah has reserved one place in Jahannam, which is called Bolis, in which there is a fire which will be stoked so hot that fire is. Allah protect us 
that the rest of Jahannam seeks protection from bolis. Allah has kept that place for the proud and arrogant people of the ummah. Ahibbil masakin, he said, love the poor. Waqarribihim and keep the poor close to you. What will happen? Allah will keep you close to him on the day of judgment if you will keep the poor of this world close to you. So this quality of identifying with the plight of the poor, having this concern for the poor, mashallah, there are many amongst us that to some extent are very charitable. Tell the person, listen, write a check for thousand rand, hundred thousand, million rand. Allah has given him a lot of wealth. He's ready. He's ready to write the check. This long distance charity is there. And that, inshallah, we will be rewarded also. But the mizaj and temperament of Islam is to bring yourself down to the level of the poor. Feed them with your own hand. Go to the poor. Mix with them. Be in the company of the poor. When you stay in the company of the poor, then this brings humility within you. It teaches you tawadu. And you are able to directly identify with their plight, with the hardship, with the difficulties that they face. The Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, particularly the Ansar of Medina, Quran would come down. Praising them, وَالَّذِينَ تَبَوَّعُوا الدَّارَ وَالْإِيمَانَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ يُحِبُّونَ مَنْ هَاجَرَ إِلَيْهِمْ وَلَا يَجِدُونَ فِي صُدُورِهِمْ حَاجَةً مِمَّا أُوتُوا وَيُؤْثِرُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ خَصَاصًا This verse of the Qur'an is ajeeb. Allah Ta'ala describes, and this is Qur'an. Qur'an is haq, it's a reality. There's no mubalagha or exaggeration in Qur'an. Allah describes the Ansar of Medina. Where Allah says, وَالَّذِينَ تَبَوَّعُوا الدَّارَ وَالْإِيمَانَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ They open their homes for those that came towards them. In other words, the muhajireen of Makkah. يُحِبُّونَ مَنْ هَاجَرَ إِلَيْهِمْ The muhajireen of Makkah were what? Refugees. They were refugees. They had been banished from Makkah. They were without homes. They had, they had taken... Only the clothing on their back and they had migrated. So they were refugees if you look at it in the modern context. Today, when refugees come to a foreign country, they are looked down upon. They are regarded as inferior citizens. You have xenophobic attacks, etc. What was the quality of Ansar? They loved the refugees. They loved the poor that had come to them. وَلَا يَجِدُونَ فِي صُدُورِهِمْ حَاجَةً مِمَّا أُوتُوا And then when Allah raised, the, Allah raised the level of the dunya of the muhajireen, Allah, Quran says that the Ansar did not in any way feel this in their hearts. They were happy. They were happy to see them advance. Today we find in many, many countries when refugees come, if the dunya works out and they start, and they start prospering, then the local population turns against them with hatred and anger. Yet this Ansar of Medina, Allah says, this is something that made them happy. And then the third quality which Allah mentions of the Ansar of Medina and Allah praises, وَيُؤْثِرُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ خَصَاصًا And from this we learn one very important lesson. In that hadith of Salman Farsi radiallahu ta'ala which I mentioned, Nabi Salaam said, شَهْرُ الْمُوَاسَاتِ 
This month of Ramadan is the month of mutual sympathy. It's a month to spend upon the poor. It's a month to exhibit generosity, develop generosity within yourself. And then he went on and he gave an example. He said, Man fattara fihi sa'iman kana maghfiratan li dhunubihi wa itqa raqabatihi minan nar. He said, feed the fasting person at the time of iftar. Feed the fasting person at the time of iftar. Kana maghfiratan li dhunubihi. Allah will forgive your sins. And Allah will free you from Jahannam. Such great reward just to feed the fasting person. Sahaba's financial plight was such that most of them were in need. They wanted the reward. They wanted the reward, but most of them were in need. They, they barely had the clothes on their backs. In fact, in Tabuk, one riwayat is mentioned when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam encouraged Sahaba to spend, to spend. Many brought whatever they had. There was one Sahabi, he had nothing. So at night he cries to Allah Ta'ala that, Ya Allah, I have nothing. Your Nabi has encouraged us to spend. Ya Allah, you know my condition. Ya Allah, the only thing I have is my izzat. What we call izzat and nafs, my dignity. Ya Allah, I make sadaqah of my dignity in your name. Next morning, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Manil mutasaddiq. Who is the one that gave sadaqah al-bariha last night? Everyone is silent, looking around. Who is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa referring to? And then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, Manil mutasaddiq bi'irdihil bariha. Who is it that sacrificed his dignity and honor last night? Made sadaqah of his dignity. Allah has accepted your sadaqah. So Sahaba said, لَيْسَ كُلُّنَا يَجِدُ مَا يُفَتِّرُ الصَّائِمِ Ya Rasulullah, most of us don't have, all of us don't have the means to feed the fasting person. So what did my Nabi Wasallam say? Allah. Allah doesn't look at miqdar, how much. What is in the heart, the kafiyat of the heart, the generosity of the heart. He said, يُعْتِ اللَّهُ هَذَا السَّوَابِ Allah will give this reward even if you give the fasting person a sip of water. Islam teaches us istighnayat. Talha bin Ubaidullah radiallahu Abu, Abu Ubaidullah Talha bin Ubaidullah radiallahu ta'ala anhu Person comes Ya Rasulullah I am in need Inni majhood Inni majhood This word majhood means I am in a dire strait I am hungry Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa first wanted to take this person as his guest he sends a message to the homes of his wives. All nine homes, the message comes back. Walladi ba'athaka bil haqqi nabiya ma indana illa ma. By the qasam of that being who sent you as his nabi, all we have, Ya Rasulullah, in the house is water. We have nothing. All nine wives of Rasulullah. Then the offer was put to Sahaba that who will take this as his guest? Talha bin Ubaidullah takes him as his guest, goes home. The wife says, there's only enough food for one person. And you have taken, he says, this is the guest of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa How can we turn him away? So they hatch a plot, we know the incident. When the guest sits down to eat, he said, first he said, Allilihim, put the children to sleep. Put the children to sleep. Without food. Then when the guest comes, Make like you are interfering with the lantern, let the light go out so that and we, you and I will pretend to eat so that the guest of Rasulullah doesn't go hungry. 
The next morning, Quran has already come. This third quality of the Ansar of Medina, وَيُؤْثِرُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ خَصَاصًا Even though they are hungry and in need, they give preference to others over themselves. Even though they are hungry and in need, they give preference to others over themselves. This quality of generosity. Shahrul Muwasad, this is the, this is the month to exhibit generosity. This is the month to dig deep into our pockets. Allahu ajwadul ajwad. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi said, Allah is the most generous and after Allah, I Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam am the most generous. There are certain types of spending, my respected brothers, that are compulsory. There are certain types that are voluntary. We've run out of time. Inshallah we'll continue on another occasion. Allah gives the fix.